Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. We all want to be special, right? Being special or important, the need to feel significant, is universal. But is it possible that your need to be special is getting in the way of your ability to connect, to give and receive love? Or does your partner value significance more than connection, keeping you from connecting with them? This week, we're going to dive into the paradox, the conflict between the need for significance and the need for connection so that you can discover how to have both. But first, the Relationship Alive podcast is my offering to you to help you have the best relationship possible. If you're finding the show to be helpful, please consider a donation to help ensure that we can continue. To choose something that feels right for you, please visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week, a big thank you goes out to Barrett, Cynthia, Sarah, Lara, Jordan, Stephanie, Janelle, Lita and Denise. Thank you all so much for your support of the Relationship Alive podcast. Just a quick reminder that if you're on Facebook and haven't already joined us, please come find the Relationship Alive community, where there are more than 2,400 people gathered there to create a safe space for conversations about you and your relationship. Okay, let's dive in. So first, there are needs, and then there are your needs. So there are like needs with a lowercase n, and then there are like capital letter needs. All the letters are in caps because they are so important. But it's important to distinguish your little needs with your big needs. And when I'm talking about big needs, I'm talking about the universal human needs, the things that we all share. Um, They're not specific to any one person. That's why I just called them universal. And of course, the way that we fill those needs might be specific to us, but the needs themselves are the same, whether it's you or me or someone else that we're talking about. Now, if you want the rundown on the six basic human needs and how they come into play in your relationship, um, I did describe them more in a free guide that you can download either by visiting my website, neilsatin.com, and clicking on the Send Me the Action Plan button right there on the homepage, or you can text the word RELATIONSHIP to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. Uh, That's the word relationship. I usually announce that you can text the word relate for my communication guide, which you can still do. But relationship will get you a longer guide that's all about our six universal human needs. And so I'm not going to go into all of them right now, 
because um, the guide is pretty thorough. But today we are going to talk about two very important needs that I spoke about at the very beginning. There are need for connection and our need to feel special, unique, important, or uh, otherwise known as significance. So what are they? The need for connection is our innate need to give and receive love. It can be romantic love. It can be a love for all humanity. It can be friendship. It can be in your family. But feeling connected, the desire to feel connected, the need to feel connected is something that we all share. And then there's the need for significance, which is, as I said before, feeling special, important, unique. Now, often this is tied up in uh, the need for acknowledgement or validation or approval. And when we don't get those things, then our deepest primal fears get triggered. This is also true if we're not getting love. And it's important to be able to discern between the two. Are you in a triggered state because you're not being loved or able to give love? Or are you in a triggered state because you're not being seen or acknowledged? Or maybe because you're not acknowledging or seeing someone else? So you're hearing me right because these fears do trigger us. And if those needs are not being met, then it's likely that you are walking around in some level of fear or trigger. Now you can fulfill these needs in positive ways or in negative ways. So um, you might get connection by, for instance, being the person in the room with the biggest problem. So you get all of this attention and people reaching out for you. And actually, that's a great example of a way to fill both your need for connection and probably your need for significance by having the biggest, baddest problem. You get them both. Now, the problem is that trying to fill your needs in a way that's less about a positive state of being and more about a negative state of being is ultimately not sustainable. It's not sustainable for you because it's going to require you to be in a problem state, which you don't want to have to be in in order to get uh, your needs for connection and significance met. It's also unsustainable for the people around you. It's very taxing to be, uh, it's taxing on the people around you for you to be trying to meet any of your needs in a way that demands uh, negative energy or negative attention in some form. So it's much more sustainable to base those sorts of things on positive attractor states because things like joy, bliss, happiness, uh, humor, um, compassion, love. These are all states that people want to be in and they want to amplify those states. So overall, it's helpful to think about how you meet your needs for connection and significance. Um, where in your life do you feel most connected to other people? 
or to yourself? And where do you feel most significant, most unique, most special? Now, you might also rate your relationship. How well does your partner meet each of these needs on just a scale from one to 10? And you can, you can go with your gut here. Um, does your partner meet them both at a really high level, both at a really low level? Does it vary depending on the time of the month? Um, and if we're being honest, how do you think your partner would rate you? So overall, this is a very helpful diagnostic for your relationship because if a relationship meets these two and in fact all six of your universal human needs at a high level, then not only are you going to want to be in that relationship, but you're going to want to stay in that relationship. If all your needs are being met at a really high level in a positive, sustainable way. Now it can feel like you really want to be in it if you're there being met in a negative way, which is often why um, some people can't leave negative relationships because those needs are actually still being met. They're again, just being met in a negative way, not a positive way. So, um, so yes, rate how well your partner is doing and rate yourself on how well you are doing for your partner in terms of helping them feel connected to you or giving them a sense of significance. Now, here's the problem between connection and significance. These two needs compete with each other. To feel connected, that's mostly based on sameness, what it is that's universal, what unites us, my heart to your heart. We might appreciate each other's differences, but in the end, it's the resonance of getting and being gotten that connects you deeply to another person. On the other hand, to feel significant, you are necessarily, by definition, you're unique you're different, you're important. These are things that actually separate me from you. So this is where it gets tricky because what we're talking about is a need. It is important. So it'd be really easy if you could just say like, man, that really sucks and not feel that need anymore now that you've seen that they compete with each other. But that is not going to happen. So no matter what, you are going to have to figure out how to get your need for significance met, your need for connection met. And if you don't, then you're going to feel like something important is missing in your life. Um, so it's not going to happen that you get rid of these needs and in particular the need for significance, but, um, it can be a problem if the need for significance runs your life. Um, so some examples of that might be if you're in a conversation and you say something that's wrong or inadvertently offensive, if you're fixated in that moment on your need to feel special, then you might have trouble apologizing because your shame gets in the way. Um, if you feel shame, then you're not gonna feel special and important. You're gonna feel pretty horrible. So 
if you find yourself needing to be right all the time, it could be that your need for significance is doing the talking or at least perpetuating your arguments while you try to be right. Um, another way that your need for significance could be dominating your life, um, you could be blocking the ways that people are actually trying to connect with you and not receiving the connection. If you're focused on the question of whether or not people in your life find you to be unique or special. Um, another way, let's see, might be that uh, it might be challenging to feel safe in a relationship if you don't feel special enough to the person that you're with. Um, or it might fire up your jealousy really high if your partner admires someone else's abilities or someone else's accomplishments. Now, often it's the magic combination of off-the-charts connection with off-the-charts significance that helps a relationship get started. But then over time, things can get a little lopsided. And a lot will be revealed in the ratings. If you did take a moment to rate your partner and rate yourself, um, it could be that you feel really connected with your partner, uh, but that you don't feel seen or appreciated. Or it could be that you feel like your partner sees you and appreciates you, but that you don't feel like a deep, profound, loving connection with your partner. Or you might not feel either. Or you might feel both at a high level. And if that's the case, congratulations. That's awesome. So those are just a few examples of how uh, significance, if it's dominating your life, uh, could be a problem. And there are other examples, but I, I think you probably get the point. So what's the answer? What do you do? First, uh, you need to remember that connection and significance are both important. However, ask yourself which one you're putting first. Do you value feeling special more? Do you value feeling connected more? And what do you think your partner would say to that, to those questions? Now, I want to give you a little hint, which is that you're not a victim to how you've been doing it all along. You can make the choice to put connection first. Now, this could be challenging because if you've got a habit of putting significance first, it will likely be a habitual way of how you show up in the world. Um, so... In order, to do, in order to go any further, you're going to need to get really clear on how your need for significance has infiltrated the way that you interact with the world. It might be helpful to think about this from the perspective of how this pattern grew in you. For instance, were you praised as a young child for what you did? In other words, did the people around you value you for your specialness? And did that become a substitute for a more heart-based connection? Or conversely, were you not 
seen and given significance as a child, perhaps that need was unmet. And so it's fueled a desire in you to be recognized more as an adult. So spend a few moments looking at all the ways that your need for significance, to be special, to be important, to make a difference, are, uh, are being expressed right now, are being met right now. And what are areas in your life where you wish like you felt you were being seen a little bit more? Because like I said, significance is in need, it is important. And this process overall will help you get really clear on how your need for significance is having an impact on your life. Now you might take a second and examine how you meet your need for connection in your life. This is the felt experience of connection, heart-centered. Uh, with your most intimate partners, it can feel like union, not in a codependent merging kind of way, but the experience of deep transcendent understanding and knowing and being known. So what are the ways that your need for connection is met in the different areas of your life? And do you see places where you are shying away from connection? How were you connected with and encouraged to connect as a child? What was your experience of affection, closeness without words, just feeling connected? Now, in a moment, I'm going to tell you how to make the shift from significance to connection in a way that helps you get both of those needs met sustainably. But first, we need to take a moment to thank this week's sponsor. Now, one way that you can often help a loved one feel significant or special is through the offerings that you give them. After all, one of the love languages is gifts, right? And your partner's response to your gifts can also help you feel enormously special. The smile that you get, the way it lights up their face or the room is definitely fuel for the fire of your relationship and your feeling of significance. And this week's sponsor, James Avery Artisan Jewelry, is a great way to find a special gift for that certain someone. Because gifts from James Avery tell a story, one that you and your partner will remember for years to come, especially every time they wear whatever it is that you got them. James Avery also sources all of their gemstones responsibly, something that's very important to me and Chloe as we make choices about jewelry. You can find James Avery Artisan Jewelry in their shops, in many Dillard stores, and online at jamesavery.com. And thank you so much, James Avery, for supporting Smiles, Feeling Special, and Relationships by sponsoring this episode of Relationship Alive. Okay, let's get back to the show. So... How do you meet your need for significance and your need for connection? 
as I hinted at earlier, the very first thing you're going to have to do is prioritize connection. Make the decision that no matter what, you're going to choose to connect first. You're not going to miss significance. In fact, you can actually derive significance from having deep, profound connection. And being deeply connected also gives you the opportunity to express your need to be acknowledged and seen in a way that's not only likely to bring you more connection, but it will also make it more likely that your needs will be met. So wait a minute, just a minute. When I said that, did you start thinking that if you need to ask to have a need or a desire met, then it won't feel as good or it won't count for some reason? Guess what might be talking right now? Yep, that's your need for significance. Because of course, if you were special enough, if you were important enough, your partner would just figure it out. They'd read your mind, right? So if that was you, here's your first opportunity to recognize, oh, there's my need for significance in action, and then to make a new choice, to put connection first. So here's what the new choice looks like. First, as I just mentioned, you're going to need to be able to recognize the signs, the patterns, the habits of going for significance. And when you recognize them, you need to remind yourself of the decision you've made to choose connection first. This doesn't mean that you won't get to feel special. It simply means that rather than using your specialness as a fuel for feeling connected, you're going to go for connection first and let your connection be the base for your significance. True, deep connection will actually temper your need for significance by meeting it indirectly. In other words, it will be easier to feel significant when you're coming from a place where you feel connected. Make sense? So what does it mean to go for connection? Now, Unfortunately, I can't give you an exact recipe for that because what's required will probably vary based on the moment that you're in. It could mean mirroring and validating the experience of your partner and what they're talking to you about. It could mean simply apologizing or inviting your partner to put aside your differences and see if you can just connect with each other in the moment. Because sometimes just invoking that word connection creates connection. It could mean changing the way that you're breathing to slow everything down. It could mean speaking your truth in a vulnerable way, which might sound something like, I'm feeling really disconnected from you right now and realizing how much I want to feel connected with you right now. Generally, connection comes from a place of presence. So do what you have to do to get present with yourself and then to also get present with your partner. And then you're going to have to show up for the moment. So instead of appreciating the moment from your head, can you bring your awareness into your heart and into your gut? And can you see how 
perceiving the world and perceiving your partner from that place changes your perspective and changes your level of connectedness. Can you make eye contact? Can you smile? Can you laugh? Can you speak to the physical felt experience that you're having right there with your partner? Again, these are just some ideas. A question that you might ask yourself to help you in the moment is, if what I really want is to feel connected right now, what do I do? And see what answers come to you. But be willing to discern from among the different answers because some of them might be more about your old habit of resorting to feeling special or important or unique than actually being about connecting. If something sets you apart, then it's most likely not about connecting. If something brings you closer to love, to compassion, to understanding, then it's about connecting. You might also ask, if you're having trouble with that, if I wanted to feel more connected to myself right now, what would I do? And that's a really helpful question if you're not in relationship because being really well connected within can lead to relationships, if that's what you're looking for, where the basis is two people being actually connected to themselves first and then connecting to each other which helps, it's kind of an antidote for codependence. So you're gonna have to experiment and see what happens next. But I will say that the power of the decision, the choice to put connection first and then to be willing to ask yourself those questions and to see the signs of significance at work and put them aside, and to go for the connection before you go to the, for the significance, that will be almost guaranteed to ensure that you get both met at really high levels and if they're based in positive emotion uh, sustainably with your partner. So yes, experiment, see what happens, and let me know. You can find me in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. You can tag me. You can tag me uh, on Instagram as well if you connect with the Relationship Alive official account. Um, you can email me, neilius at neilsatin.com. That's N-E-I-L-I-U-S. And don't forget, if you want more insight into our universal needs and how to use them to diagnose what's going on in your relationship. There's a free guide for you to download by clicking the send me the action plan button on neilsatin.com or by texting the word relationship to the number 33444 and following the instructions. Next week, we have a super fun return visit from Sue Johnson, the creator of Emotionally Focused Couples Therapy. So stay tuned. And until then, take care. Thank you so much for spending these moments with me. It's always great to be here with you. Mm -hmm.